there, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 57 of No Sell It on PWN Radio. My name is Kristen Tom Cruise screaming into the void, Brinkerhoff. And my name is Florence. I am one with the force. The force is with me, Bullock. I'm glad we both chose non-actual name monikers today. Have, do you know what I'm talking about when I say Tom Cruise screaming into the void? Have you seen the no. version of the... All right, so before we saw Rogue One, which we will not be discussing on this podcast, but we will be discussing on an upcoming episode of the Unfunny Nerd Tangent for the Steel Cage. Stay tuned for that in your life. It's going to drop next next week. Um, mm-hmm. When we saw Rogue One, we saw a trailer for the remake of The Mummy. Oh, The Mummy. Okay, got it. Which That's I was very disappointed about. that that was not a Brendan Fraser movie. Because, uh, did you see the original Mummy movies? They're all fucking yep. great. Yeah. They're fucking Why are they so good. Them? Why are they remaking them? Because I feel like they, they're, they're, they're take, not old they're, enough. Yeah, they're not old enough, first of all. Well, I guess they were from, like, the late 90s, but they're, yeah. they're not old enough, and they're taking it way too seriously. This is what they do, because now they're taking it very seriously, and the other Mummy movies were pretty serious, but also really funny, because they had a lot of comic relief, and it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson's first major film role. He played mm-hmm. the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns, and then... In the Scorpion King, am I right about? Yeah. Is because there's three Mummy movies, right? There's the I, Mummy, I, the Mummy sure. Returns, and I don't know, Queen of Mummy, Mummy Queen, Mummy. <laughs> I want. I are you my Mummy? I think that's. I think that's the third one. Um, or maybe I'm thinking the Mummy, the Mummy Returns, and the Scorpion King. But Brendan Fraser is not in the Scorpion King, mm-hmm. but he's in the first two Mummy movies, and he's a total babe. And like yeah. baby baby Rachel Vice is in both of those movies as well. I think. Yeah, she plays his like wife lady person. Sure. I saw those in the theaters. I very much enjoyed them. I was in middle school. These are older than we think they are. Um Yeah. But they but still don't need to be remade so. by Tom Cruise, who is also older than we think he is. And And fucking crazy. He's super crazy, but so charming. It's hard. But he's also really crazy he's so crazy um they the reason that i'm talking about the mummy the new old mummy is that um they put up a i think it's warner brothers that put the movie out um they put up a trailer and they accidentally uh it didn't have almost all of the sound effects in it i watched that and it was hilarious was it hilarious did you watch Wait, I think I sent it to you. Or no, I retweeted it, uh, so I don't know if you saw it. Did you see how they just put that audio over other things? Like, they they put, guys, stop what you're doing, including listening to this podcast, and go either on my Twitter, at Wanda102, or just, I don't know, search on the internet, because they took the audio of, like, the plane crash part of the Mummy trailer, which is just Tom Cruise going, hello! In in silence, oh. and they put it over the. Thank you la- for explaining that. Thank you. They put it over the last scene of Revenge of the Sith with Darth Vader, and it Vader. matches perfectly. I don't know. I, I I feel it's almost like it was intentional. Mm-hmm. How good it is. I'm very, I'm gonna, I need you to, all right, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you immediately because you need this in your life. 
Um, well, they do. I really do. Um, did you? All right. So this is. I'm, I'm. If you're listening to this, I think you've heard the news by now, and the news is that um, our benefactor, Pro Wrestling Now (PWN), is uh, dissolving at the end of the year for yes. um, as it in its current state, and um, a lot of your favorite shows are going to be no more unless the people who make them uh, acquire more time to do them, which I don't think they're going to because they, they've got kids and stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, we're all, we're all super busy. We are very busy people, but apparently, uh, you know, we don't care about that because no. we don't know what. This isn't the first yeah, time we've had time to like do a show. It's not like full-time jobs and do other stuff and go to school and yeah, everything. It's not, you know. It's not like we have lots of hobbies and uh, and uh, boyfriends who do events all the time that we have Mm -hmm. to go to. They're very Mm -hmm. good events, and we love you guys. But um, yes, I do. I do. Um, But so you know, we don't have time. We do. We do have time. We're gonna make better time. We can. We can make time. We can make time. We're gonna do it. If we just stop going on tangents, which is never going to happen. So this is this is just how life is going to be for us. We are moving from the good ship PWN to the good ship Steel Cage. It was only a matter of time before this unholy union became mm-hmm. a thing. People, I don't, we've, yeah. been, we've been guesting on their shows for a while and vice versa. So it just seemed natural. Um, you know, there was talk of us. Con- we wanted to continue on on our own website and then the the offer was put out there to just kind of go under their umbrella and uh and worry less about bandwidth thanks guys um so this podcast that you're listening to right now as well as captain jack's armbar emporium will be shifting over to the steel cage starting in the beginning of the year so other than that not super a lot will change we're still going to cover lucha underground we might not do lucha underground every single week we might do our like state of the lucha addresses that we've Mm -hmm. been doing which are always a blast um or cover just major shows of lucha um and that is only because um this also gives us the ability to cover um british wrestling which is my favorite thing um so that will you know we'll be able to periodically do that cover like progress and rev pro shows as they come out and uh and we'll keep talking about pwg obviously as well and captain jack's armor emporium i believe is going to do a little bit roh occasional interviews and uh new japan pro wrestling is also on the docket there so the steel cage is diversifying and we are helping them do that thanks guys you are awesome and you're all very handsome that's the big remember when thing. we all hated each other we hated them 18 months ago yeah. fuck those guys I know. It was Seriously. a cal- it was a calculated ploy to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Who would have yeah. thought? I could not tell you why I decided we were in a fight with the steel cage. I have no idea. Because wrestling. Because wrestling. I just decided to I decided to get like to like cheap heat on them. We cut super awesome promos on we those. We laid those some guys. fire down on those leading up to WrestleMania two thousand and fifteen. And the rest is basically history. Some, you know, someone told me that I sounded like Jimmy Havoc when I did my when I was doing the promo, and th- this was like back in the day. I don't even know who Jimmy Havoc was. 
That had to have been Martin or somebody. Probably. I don't know. But so, I was I was like, yes. Oh, you must have look been how, threatening them. Look how far we've come. We've come so far that I sent you a gif of Jimmy Havoc yesterday that I told you I was, was giving me with sensual a, feelings. With, with an axe? He pulled an axe out. He just he unfurled an axe from beneath his cloak that he wears and I it I you know, I felt like and, and you know, I just it became a woman a little bit in that moment. I didn't realize that I was into that until it happened. That was into axes. I mean and I'm, I'm into torture and my axe. Do you know that if um, I have a little planner that I carry around with me, and on the inside you can you say, like, please call this number if it's missing or return to this, and then you can there's a spot that says, as a reward, I will give you, and you're supposed to put a dollar amount in, and I just wrote my axe. Because <sighs> I was figure if somebody gets that joke, they're going to return the book. I, I also have that in my planner. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, did you also uh, not put a I... dollar amount? Of course I didn't put a dollar amount. Yeah. You don't get money for my my annoyingly expensive tiny moleskin book. That I I think we have the exact same thing. Except mine has R2D2 on it. Mine has the Joker on it. Well. Yay. Yay. I don't know if you guys know this um, by now so many episodes in but uh Florence and I are related. I think that I put a unicorn <laughs> it it was it's unicorn related i'll i'll look it up one of these days um, but yes i i put something along those lines that was not a dollar amount that's correct we really did come here to talk about professional wrestling today this oh we did us. oh my god i had no idea this isn't just us what just kidding i know well you know sometimes we don't well yeah i mean like <laughs> half the time Sometimes we definitely don't. Tangents forever. Yay! Um, you know that's that's what you get. It's our last show. We can do well our last show on PW. It's not so. our last. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. panic. Don't panic. Don't we, panic. All four of you. It, it's not. It's not our it's last not our show. Last, it's no, no, no. But no. there's going to be. We're going to do this a lot more. I imagine if only by accident, there's going to be a lot more viewers the next time we do a show, and I'm sorry to them. In advance, yeah. we yeah. should probably start telling people at what point we start talking about wrestling so they can skip to that point. We're going to be like Jericho's podcast. There's going to be a point which people who actually care about the content would want to start listening. And that point is now. Now. Okay. We recently went to PWG Mystery Vortex. Oh, fuck. What? What? Four? Four. Four? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the fourth. I think that's what I tagged the whole night on my on my tweets. My t- yeah, I think right, it was four. Let's say it's it's the fourth one. A lot of people who were All there right. seem to think it was the fourth one, so I'm just gonna go along with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. All right, I like surprises. If you know me, you know that I like I like mm-hmm. surprises, not like jump scares in a haunted maze surprises but like oh my god that was so thoughtful like, i can't exciting. believe you we, got me these cookies surprise we love we both love surprises we don't like spoilers no at all no not but at all we love surprises i like surprises when it comes to wrestling so much that i will read the card for an upcoming pwg show decide that i want to go buy a ticket and then do everything in my power to forget that entire card 
Because then you're excited when the person you forgot about comes out. Yes, it's happened. Right? It happens with Tommaso Ciampa every time he does anything. I don't know why. I just yeah. forget. He, it's a very distinctive song that he used to use on the Indies too, and I just uh, I'd be like, who is? I always oh, I always forget every time. I, yeah, well, you know, because he came out at he came out at Bola, and nobody expected to see him because he wasn't on the card. Right, and I wasn't surprised though and I was because like, I know this song, yeah. and everyone's freaking out. Why? This must be someone really cool. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's Tommaso. I mean, I was excited for Tommaso, but yeah, I had I had a non-reaction to it because I'm like. Yeah, that's Tommaso Ciampa, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of um, spoiled into not enjoying PWG. Um, but anyway, this... so. Um, okay. Right. So the cool thing about Mystery Vortex is it everything is a surprise because they don't announce the card. Right. They only announced the title match, which was Marty cashing in his Bola win against... Uh, Zack Sabre for the PWG title It's the only thing right. we knew um, mm-hmm. Even the people I thought were going to be there I didn't know, I was wrong um, and Someone told me When I got there Because they'd been there for quite a while So they'd seen a bunch of the boys come in And I was like, don't tell me anything And they were like, oh, it's just, you know, it's who you'd expect And I was like, I chose Not to believe Him, and I should have Because it really was people that I expected <laughs> We um we have seen or on the card the other night was a lineup of people we've seen multiple times. We've seen them wrestle many times. That's not to say yeah. that I mean I've you know I've seen Zack Saber Jr. wrestle like a ton of times now, and I would still I would always watch him wrestle. I don't know if I'd yeah. uh, I've if I dropped the kind of coin that PWG is asking currently on um. I do love Marty and Zach a lot, and I like watching them wrestle each other. But I need, I need a little, I need a little bit, a little bit more, just just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So here is the rundown of what happened on this card, and there, this even PWG's worst show is a good show. Yeah, I will, I will preface that. Um, and we've been going, you know, we haven't been going to PWG for eons like some of the some of the older folks have but we've been going for a good two years every show um so i don't feel too bad saying that this one was probably the least effective for me oh yeah but, no definitely yeah but i always have a nice time at a wrestling show i suppose i yeah, yeah so we it's op- good to see good yeah. to see our buddies our friends yeah and, and um some of the wrestlers i hadn't seen a little bit so that was yeah. that was very exciting to just you know just to get to say hi. Um, so we opened with um, Trent Beretta, always a pleasure. Trent Beretta's been killing it lately. Um, mm-hmm. He was so good at Bola. Um, oh my god, he he actually had really good matches throughout this entire year. Um, so I always pop for him. I wish he'd bring Rocky with him from time to time though, but I don't know. Maybe Rocky's not allowed to wrestle outside of Japan. Yeah, I don't know. They could have him on a contract like that. I'm that, actually not that... sure what his status is right now because um, I'm a little bit behind on New Japan. but um, So he might be not working currently for them, for all I know. I'm sorry. I should look into that. Um, Beretta came out and... Um, so I believe in a thing called Love Starts to Play. And Jack and I look at each other because there's people were murmuring, figuring it was Joey Ryan, right? 
But Mm -hmm. we knew that Joey Ryan was in Seattle fighting our friend Eddie Van Glam at 321 Battle. So we popped immediately because we knew it had to be Candice LeRae. Um, And Candice actually hasn't worked in PWG in a long time. Like maybe since the last Mystery Vortex, which wasn't as long ago as you think, but a decent long time ago. It was more than a year. Over here. Yeah, I guess so, because she, cause she's been in and out of Japan. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I see her... Like, a lot has happened to Candace. She's married yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, she's got a ring on her finger. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so, yeah, that was really exciting, because we haven't seen her in a minute. Yeah, they had a nice a nice match. Like, it was, it was, a, yeah. it was a good opener. Um, yeah. Trent, uh, you know, they did the whole, like, Trent was annoyed about it, didn't want to fight her, and... Yeah. You know, she was tough, strong Candace, but she didn't, she wasn't as predictable as she can be sometimes, especially when she's with Joey. Um, I find her to be much more compelling as a singles performer. Yeah. Um, that's just me. Um, because actually this was the first singles match we saw her do, I think. Um, that I, that we've seen her do in person. I think you're right. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause she did, um, she had a couple great ones at Bola, um, 2014, which was right before we started going. Oh yeah, that's that. Well, that's the one where she like she bladed super hard, right? Um, no, that, that, that was that's else. That was the sh- either the show right after Bola or the show right before Bola. Uh huh. It was um, yeah, that was the one where uh, they won the belts off of the Bucks. Off the Bucks, yeah. Um, no, she had a match. She beat Swan in the first round, and it was a great match. And then, um. She lost to... She had a good match with uh, Johnny Gargano, and she lost to Johnny. I think she was always supposed to lose to Johnny, but that was where, allegedly, uh, Justin Borden did the, did the bad count. Yeah. yeah, and that's why everyone hates Justin, because they're dicks. If you asked people in that room why they hate Justin, I bet you 90% of them would not be able to give that answer. They would just be like, oh, yeah. no, he just sucks. And I'm like, you're just mad because he's so much smarter than you. We love he Justin. Like, he has like 5,000 college degrees. He has a lot of them, and his sideburns were looking really good this past weekend. He had weekend. like really fancy shoes on, He too. had like spats on, like athletic his shoes, spats. They, they, had, um, they had stripes on him. His shoes literally matched his ref shirt. He got ref spats. Yeah. I'm really impressed with Justin. He's yeah, he's, good, he's the he's the best. He's got he's cool so hair. Great. He's so great. We love Justin. He's a lot better than the ref that people are mad at from Bola eight thousand years ago. There's yeah. been two other Bolas since then. Get over it, mad people at you all. People make mistakes too. Shut up. People do make yeah. mistakes. God damn it! How many times has has our favorite wrestler Brian Cage dropped somebody on their head? People make mistakes. They get over it. They get up and you know hope they can still move their limbs. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trent beat mm. Candace, uh, with the, uh, the, the dude Buster, which is his, like, I don't know, <laughs> his, like, driver thing it's, that he does. It's, it's <laughs> called the dude Buster. Um, uh, it always looks very not safe, but Trent's an excellent wrestler. He really is. So mm-hmm. that was cool. It was nice to see Candace. It was great. Yeah. Um, 
Up next was, uh, I knew it was going to be Trevor Lee because I kept seeing him through the curtain, like, doing some kind of insane dance in the back. I don't know if he was warming up or oh, just breaking I'm, it I down. Oh, I missed that. I kept trying to look away because I didn't want it to spoil for me. <laughs> but I did notice Trevor Lee because he's the only person who dresses like Shibata. Um, right. So And he's always there, so, I mean. He is there a lot, actually, yeah. And you'd almost think he lives locally now. That's how often he's there, but he doesn't. I think he lives in the South. I don't know where he lives, man. <laughs> I just know he's from yeah. fucking North Carolina. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sleepy. Sorry. Um, so he came out, and then uh, a returning ACH to PWG came out. And uh, this was exciting. This was we exciting. We also have not seen ACH for a minute. Yeah, he I um, could not tell you the last show he worked. No, I couldn't either. I mean, that might he might have worked like shit, like before before Cedric left the first time. Like it's been a really long time, because he, yeah. you know, because he was he went to go work ROH, so he wasn't on. P- he very he quietly moved away from PWG and was contracted to work in ROH. Um, mm-hmm. And then ROH loosened up their guidelines, so ACH was free to come back, but he didn't yet. But now there's been a whole thing where, like, he, um, he didn't renew his contract with ACH, with ACH, with ROH, right? And Mm -hmm. there, I guess there were a lot of rumors flying around, um, as to, like, him being really hot, like, against, uh hot against ROH <laughs> him being upset with ROH because of the way they booked him which um is not I mean that's that's fair they didn't do yeah. as much as they ACH is a he's a good worker he's a strong performer and he's got a lot of personality if he's allowed to you know just really allowed to shine mm-hmm. he, I mean he, ACH versus Kenny Omega from Bola 2014 don't even get me started still oh. called ACH you gotta be kidding me yep like and he's great. Um, One of the greatest. So, huh? I think um, I think there is an argument to be made that they didn't use him properly. They don't have that many guys in ROH. Um, right. So, but I'd actually do not know what the um, what the specific rumor was because I'm not really a dirt cheap person. Um, but so Trevor Lee ends up winning the match. There was a great spot actually where um, Trevor caught like he caught ACH ACH bounced off the ropes and tried to hit a spinning uppercut and Trevor Lee caught him into that um that spinning uh, like crossbody slam the thing that he that does, he thing does, that, he does yeah. that I freak out for um and, and I that was so good. it always looks good and he like every once in a while he'll throw in something super different like that with it which is very exciting and reminds you that he's actually he's actually got a lot of potential that kid um so yeah. Um, but it, Trevor Lee did end up winning the match um, just off a, a fisherman buster, and um, he left. And then ACH quieted the entire crowd. It was not very crowded in, at PWG this past weekend. Um, I don't know why. It was very strange. It was very. It was yeah. more quiet than normal. The cl- the crowd was like pretty like more chill than very it usually chill. is. Very chill. People seemed tired, yeah. and it was weird because how does this? How is this show as sold out as a previous show? Like you know what I yep. mean? They must they must uh, control their own demand in that sense, or decide to sell extra Maybe. tickets or something like that. 
But maybe they check and see how fast things are selling and then cut them off. I'm not really sure. We'd have to, we'd have to ask <laughs> and they would not answer us. Um, it's just, you know, the show did sell out yet. There were far fewer people in the room than I've seen in the past bunch of shows. So you mm-hmm. tell me, you know, um, yeah, of course. but ACH, uh, he quieted the, the, the whole crowd and sat on the side of the ring and spoke, uh, directly to Dave Meltzer, um, who was sitting in the front row. I'll notice that I'm looking at just to get the the list of the finishes. I'm looking at uh, Dave Meltzer's like little recap of it. He does not mention mm-hmm. this. <laughs> oh. Um. So. Okay. So he he hushed the crowd. And I did manage to write down pretty much the gist of what he said. He goes to Dave Meltzer and he says, and I'm assuming this is because the Meltz had uh, had done some reporting on this on the ROH issue and ACH didn't didn't really think that represented the actual truth. Um so he, and he's within his rights to say so. Um yeah, of course. so he took this opportunity, he said, You're a well respected man, whomever told you the things about me, they're lies, and if you want to write something, you can just tell them that ACH is on a new fucking level. Pretty much what he said. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of in the moment. Uh, I had and then s- shook his hand. And then he shook his hand and he left. Um, people were clapping for him. I saw some people online um, questioning why he would do something so dumb like that. And it's like, well, that's I don't think that's dumb at all. And it's not like Dave Meltzer is like is is going to control whether ACH gets booked somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's 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 petty like that. And ACH didn't insult him. There was a couple different people who had different points in the night mentioned that the Melts pr- possibly wasn't reporting things the way that they would like. Because so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris Hero did it later on, too. But um, anyway, yeah, so that was that was like an interesting little thing. I guess, I don't know, maybe the wrestlers sensed that the show was kind of slow, so they decided to uh, try and make it interesting by talking. How about that? Yeah, it happened a couple times. Up next, uh, this this was a nice surprise, actually, the, this whole match as a whole, was uh, Matt Seidel, who has been out of the country, l- literally in detention in Japan <laughs> for the past couple months, because um, he got caught with, a, like, marijuana vape fluid, and they're very anti-drug in Japan. But, you know, this couldn't have been the first time he had that with him, though, in Japan. Yeah. But yeah, no, no way. He, got, he got caught like um, on his way back in the country or something, and they detained him at like different like airport detention centers for a while until he could just um, like pay his fine or whatever and leave. And in the meantime, uh, New Japan fired him, which sucks because Shooting Star Station was a thing, a beauty. But um, I mean, I guess he can still work with Rico locally um, in. PWG and things like that if he wants to, but it was very good to see him back, um, to see him working. Um, and he was joined in the ring by Pete Dunne, which was very nice. Um, I, yeah, I I doubt, uh, I'm trying to, Meltzer wrote here that he wasn't sure if they'd ever worked with each other before, and I don't think so. Seidel has done a little bit of work in the UK, though, so it's not out of the question. But Pete Dunne is about 12 years old, so he really He does. He looks looks like 
um, a 12-year-old bully. Oh, he really, really does. That's exactly what Pete Dunn looks I like. I don't, and but but he's lovely, actually. It's the it's because he's a he's a he's a he's a Birmingham guy. They just they they look. T- you ever seen Peaky Blinders? They're just tough dudes. They're just the toughest. Mm-hmm. Um, and a deceptively deep voice on Pete Dunn as well. Um, mm-hmm. But he's really fun to watch wrestle, and his style is th- literally the opposite of Matt Seidel. So, um, I, I th- that being said, I did I did enjoy the match. You know, Pete Dunn's not a high flyer. Matt is, but like they kind of met in the middle on it, which I thought was nice. I was just I was very thrilled to see Pete. Pete is the current Progress Champion. If you're keeping up in British wrestling, um, which is a huge honor for someone who's been who's been with them for a short amount of time as he has. Uh, he just did his first successful title defense in a three way match. I think it was him and Will and not Will. I just like I just assumed it was Will. Uh, I think it was he, Marty, and Jimmy Havoc. Oh, that sounds that sounds about right. Um, mm-hmm. There was there was some I haven't watched the pay per view yet, but there was there were some shenanigans, and he did manage to retain. Um, nice guy, good match, good to see him. Glad they're they have confidence enough to to use him, you know, fly him in and use him like that. Um, Seidel ended up winning on a uh, like his third attempt at a shooting star press. Uh, yeah, it's good. You know, mm-hmm. I always like a side out match. Yep. Um, up next was Death by Elbow. So I forget because Death by Elbow does not come out to Chris Hero's music all the time or anything like that. So I, um, did they come out to Regulators? Oh, fuck, what is it? Somebody um... did come out to Regulators, um, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, I saw like I yes. I just I saw Chris first because he's about nine feet tall, so I'm like, oh, it's Chris Hero. I was like, I guess he's not coming out to his music, and I go, yay, Chris Hero, and uh, Chad goes, and JT, and I popped huge because I love JT Dunn. Um, he's an excellent person. He also loves cats, so he's number one on my list. Big cat fan. Um, so I've just I've been wanting them to bring him back since they they had him in the last time. So. Because I just think more people need to need to see how hard he works. Yeah. Um, so that's death by elbow. Kid. He's a good kid. Um, that's death death by elbow, and then uh, Red Dragon came out, which was a pleasure. They haven't worked together in PWG in a while either. Uh, not together. Yep. I don't think actually. I don't think Bobby's worked in PWG for for quite a while. Kyle. Yeah, it's has. been a minute since we've seen Bobby. Yeah, I mean he's been. He showed up to PWG, but he hasn't. Uh, he showed up and like sat in the audience, and he looks like a substitute teacher when he's in his like street clothes. Really? Um, he was when definitely. Did you do that? We were at a show once, um, like probably about a year ago, and Kyle was working. He, he was. I think it was when he was still. No, he wasn't the PWG champ anymore because he lost the first show that we saw him at. Um, he worked a couple shows after that. And I remember he was doing a singles match and Bobby was just like sitting in the front row, like in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even register him because he just looked like he looked like I could ask him f- like for like directions to the closest like crawfish Creek or something like that. Shit. I missed that. Street Bobby. Completely. You gotta look street Bobby fish killing it. It's killing the business. I love it. Um, Bobby's amazing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, 
nothing but love for Bobby mm. Fish. He works so hard. He, for him to be in his prime the way he is, like, now, yep. you know, and to, and to work with someone who's ten years younger than him like that and have them be so seamless with each other, it's, it's great. Red Dragon's awesome. Um, so that was really cool. It, um... It's hard. A lot of the matches were really long, right? Which normally yeah. I love, but I just I felt like there were a lot of like dips in a lot of the matches, with the exception of yeah. one match, which we're gonna get to later. The, every single match, including matches that featured people that I absolutely love, there would just be moments where I don't know if like people were just exhausted or something, but the crowd would like forget they were at a wrestling match for a minute. Oh yeah, and then like and then there was like a like smattering of applause and things. It was. It was a it was weird. weird vibe. It was really weird. Yeah. Like I'm always tired at PWG oh God, shows, PWG shows that are on Friday nights, and this was on a Friday night. So like, I have those moments a lot, but like usually the crowd doesn't have all have, no not have at those all. moments all the time, and they did, and it was weird because like normally normally the crowd's super rowdy and everyone's chanting yeah, everything. Yeah, it's a PWG and, thing. Yeah, exactly, and it just—it wasn't quite up to that standard. It was um, weird. I didn't want to forget to mention, by the way, that during the mm. Pete Dunne and Matt Seidel match, Matt Seidel pulled a kendo stick from under the ring and hit Pete in the face and said, I'm a criminal now! Probably one of my highlights of the evening. Um, <laughs> it was, it was like, oh, oh, funny Seidel. Um, anyway, so... Um, the death. All right, so Red Dragon ended up winning um, off of uh, chasing the dragon. Kyle O'Reilly pinned Hero, mm-hmm. um, and then Hero uh, got on the microphone and made everybody cry. He made everybody cry. JT was was tearing up before he even opened his mouth. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love these people. Um, he started out, he went one by one, you know, he put, he put Bobby over talking about how hard he works. Um, Kyle, uh, just talking about how he, like, he just watched him come into his own like that. Um, and talking about how they worked together in ROH. I think the first time he was ever in, he worked Kyle's first ROH match with him, which I did not know. So that was really cool. Uh, and then he brought up that Kyle and Adam Cole are currently like just destroying in ROH, um. And that they, they, you know, them just putting in all the hard work that they have is why they're main eventing ROH now and that they deserve it. Um, and then he put over JT. So JT is an interesting story. If you're not familiar with like East Coast wrestling, um, JT's from like nowhere, Rhode Island. I mean, Providence, not, it's not nowhere, but um, he's from Rhode Island. You know, that it's, a small, it's a small area. Rhode Island is the smallest state. It changes. And- Providence is a city in it. Yes, it's the Therefore, it's the it is only a one. small place. Um, so, JT, while Chris was working in briefly in WWE a few years back, um, started billing himself as that new knockout kid and doing all of uh, like Chris's moveset for the most part and doing it really well. And that's why Hero Hero makes the point, if you have a move that you think is yours and then someone comes up and does it better, it's not your move anymore. Um, and if Chris yep. Hero says so, then he's right. Um, because Chris Hero is always right. I wouldn't fuck with him. Um, nope. Nope. But um, it was basically like imitation being the best form of flattery. Like, instead of being annoyed about it, Chris went and found them 
and was like, let me, let me take you to the next level with me and sort of tagging with him, which was just such a, such a cool thing for him as the veteran to have done for, for a kid who clearly idolized him. I think it's, Chris is awesome. To quote his oh, own yeah. entrance music, Chris is awesome. Um, and, uh, he also, he had a nice quote in here that said, uh, uh, gesturing to all the guys in the ring this is this is the generation that only gives a shit about stepping in these ropes and giving them the best goddamn match as opposed mm-hmm. to money and you know fame and stuff like that and it's you know he's got a lot of love for professional wrestling he made this entire statement because there have been rumors going around that chris was going back to nxt um so he says uh, and even Meltzer had reported on that too and he I, he seemed like he was annoyed because people were reporting it without really confirming it with him and he doesn't really know either he said that nothing he said that the offer has been made but nothing it's been pr- proposed but not definite is what he said and that when he knows for sure what is happening he will personally let everybody know and he'll, he'll put it on twitter so keep stay tuned follow like the chris hero or whatever his, <laughs> whatever his twitter is real chris hero i don't know the Chris here. Chris here. I don't know. Look him up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He will he will let everybody know. He doesn't tweet very often, so you'll you'll notice it when he does. Um yeah. and uh you know, he just wants to take responsibility for that himself. He 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 mentioned the whole Willie Mac thing, how how Willie left you know, they did a big goodbye for him in PWG because WWE wanted him and then he sat around and waited at NXT forever and they kept telling him he had the job and then and then they just changed their mind and didn't really mm-hmm. tell him why. And that sucks yeah. because we haven't seen Willie Mac work PWG since then. And I don't know if the, he just feels awkward doing it because they sent him off like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's he's gainfully employed for Lucha Underground now, and I'm very glad that he is. Um, but, yeah, like, the, yeah. I don't think Hero wants that to happen to him. He said that he, he waited five months to clear medical to start working NXT. And he still got let go. Yeah. So I think he's, Dumbest. you know. That was stupid, but then he, you know, he just, he left and uh, concentrated on doing good wrestling before anything aesthetic, and he's had the, arguably two of the best years of his career, so. Oh yeah, totally. So they're right, they're right to call him up again. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I think we went on a break, and then we came back, and this is the match that I'm talking about that was the only time that they had my attention the entire time. Oh, yeah. Well, it had the spot of the night. It sure sure did. Um, Chuck Taylor versus Adam Cole in a surprise number one contender for the PWG title match. Um, Okay, so this was hilarious. I, you know, I don't think it's if you if you only know Adam Cole from Ring of Honor, you are missing out on comedy Adam Cole. In a lot of ways, because that motherfucker is funny as shit, and he works really well with people like Chuck Taylor, who is he's comedy wrestling, but it's a good play together because Adam is a is an excellent wrestler and ring presence who can also do comedy, and Chuck Taylor is a comedy wrestler who you forget is technically from a technical aspect a very very good wrestler. Um, and he gets better every time I see him too. I don't even know how Chuck is like doing this. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, they opened with, um, 
Excalibur introducing them and uh, when he said what Adam Cole was weighing in as instead of saying like what was he trying to say 198 pounds he said 1,198 pounds <laughs> because there's been an ongoing joke that uh, Excalibur thinks Adam Cole is fat which is hilarious he's been calling him dad bod for several years it's, oh, it's terrible I love it um, amazing so mean and not true um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. so Adam definitely, definitely not true no Adam rushed him basically at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the announce desk. And uh, then Chuck got in behind him and bounced his head off the table. And he held his arms behind his back while Excalibur tickled him. And it was, it was, it was the spot of the night. It was the best part of the night. Yeah. I loved it. It, was a, it also happened right behind us yes. because we were sitting on the stage. Yes. So Florence has some excellent photos of that as does Jack. If you'd like to look at their Twitters from December 17th. Um, mm-hmm. Things went into the crowd, things went back in the ring, and a... 16th. 16th. 16th, sorry, my bad. Um, it's okay. It was, they were posted on the 17th because it was right? stupid o'clock in the morning. Um, no, that's true. Okay, don't listen to me, whatever. 16th, 17th, you'll find it. Into, There's a it's around of, there. Look for photos. You know. Look for through our media, and it should be our most recent photos set, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, um, but they got back in the ring, and, and a very good wrestling match followed. Mm-hmm. Um, I Meltzer made a note here that uh, Chuck Taylor is on a winning streak, and it might it might be going back as far as two years. Really? You know what? Because because him losing in tag matches wouldn't count. No, that's true. This is very possible because if it's just PWG, because he went for a long time without uh, working. PWG. Mm-hmm. Right, because he, he because he like retiring. so many times before, yeah. he was going to retire. He retired. Yeah. retired a bunch no. of times. Um, that's not... I, you know what? That might be true. I don't feel like doing the research, but yeah, probably. So, yeah, um, sure. So, yeah, spoiler alert. Chuck Taylor uh, just out of nowhere won this match. Off the awful waffle, I believe. Um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things. Um... Adam was just as shocked as the rest of us were. I was shocked and then delighted because then I immediately started thinking, Oh God, Chuck Taylor is going to have to fight either Marty Skrull or Zack Saber Jr. For the belt. I can't, I stop it. Stop it. I love it. But, and then that's the cool thing. The one cool thing about PWG is that when someone becomes number one contender, then you immediately, you believe you start picturing like, yeah, yeah, he could be, he could be the, he could be the champ. That'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, because most of the time you're you'd be okay with anyone. Of course you would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I'm sure Chuck has been the PWG champ before, right? He's been there forever. I have no idea. I don't know. I know Adam has like twice, but. Uh, yeah, Adam doesn't need that. He don't need that. He's busy. Anyway, yeah. so this it's amazing. So you know, Chuck seemed surprised too. So, next world champ, right? Um, yep. Up next. Uh, Matt Riddle came out. I like mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's a really interesting, cool wrestler, and I'm just I'm still kind of getting into his his work. But he's cool. Mm-hmm. He's good. I like MMA. And, he's you know, got a horrible mushroom he tattoo. He has a terrible mushroom tattoo that I thought was like a port wine stain on his body, but it but, is in um, fact just a an ill thought out tattoo. Yeah, but 
he's pretty good at wrestling. No, he's so yeah, he's really good at wrestling. Fine. He came out, and but then I, Jeff Cobb came out. They were they were announced separately. They came out to different music. So we're yeah, all so, thinking this oh, was shit, this Jeff was annoying as shit. By the way, yeah. I was I was really put off by this, and I'm, maybe that was the intention. Jeff Cobb comes out, and you're thinking we're we're getting Riddle Cobb, which everybody wants to see all over the place nowadays. Riddle Cobb forever, mm-hmm. and. I wanted, I wanted that too. And they're like facing off in the middle of the ring and then Umbop hits and the Bucks come out. And it's a tag match. Surprise. It's the Bucks versus the Brolympians or the Chosen Bros. What did you call or them? Or the Brotanza. Brotanza. Also Which good. is actually... That, that was my favorite. That um, was my favorite. I don't know. So I was, I was like super put off. So it took me a long time to get into this tag match. And... You know I always love a bug a Bucks match. Like but I was very like I don't know if they did it for a reason, like maybe they're gonna have so uh Riddle and Cobb ended up winning, right? Um But because, it was a non title match, right. so it didn't matter. It was a non title match and they didn't argue about it, which is insane. Um uh-huh. it's a non title match and I don't know why they won this. And I'm thinking like obviously they should rematch for the belts, right? And what do they lose, and that leads to them fighting each other at PWG? It just seems. I I don't care what they do. <laughs> I don't care what they do. It was this was a good match though. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's a good setup to have them challenge for the belt for sure. Somebody has to. The the Bucks have had their belts since. Oh God, Mystery Vortex last year. They won the belts off of Probably. Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee. Oh, the, sh- the show after DDT, the last time they did DDT, and they did not do DDT this year. So it was in 2015. They've held the belts, well, for, what, like 7,000 days, according to Excalibur. But um, ever since they came back from Japan, they've had the belt. Nobody can beat them. Mostly because there's no tag teams, real ones. But, um, yeah, so... It's true. I mean, yeah, who better than these two? And then they could, I don't know, they could set up a rift between them. PWG's not big on story, so they they did the the best story job that they have done recently was Zack Sabre versus Roddy. Um, just, like, building up the rivalry, which Roddy, oh, yeah. Roddy helped by and being it, an, it's a, an idiot. It was a classic rivalry buildup, you course. know? It wasn't, there was, there were no crazy sh- there's no crazy shit that happened not at all yeah and Roddy, you know, Roddy didn't like that Zach people like Zach better and that Zach might be better than him he didn't like it it, it was perfect yeah. it wrote itself um, they didn't have to do a lot for that booking wise but then they, they did try and do like some stuff with, with the Mount Rushmore 2.0 thing um, you know with like Excalibur wanting to take down Mount Rushmore and stuff like that and then I think Super Dragon getting right. hurt kind of fucked that whole story yeah. And it sucked, man, because I was into it. I was really into it, but... I know. And, like, come on. Last Mystery Vortex, we got Super Dragon. Last Mystery Vortex, Super Dragon came back. Yeah. Zack Sabre was there, and he, had, like, he hadn't really been there a lot before, and it was um, very exciting. That was exciting. the first time he was there, I think. Oh, no, well, since, not the first time. The first time we saw him. It was the first time um, he'd been there, I think, since Bola. Since Bola the, the year before. Year, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I popped heavy for that I, they, they did have a nice touch where they did not have any wrestlers outside of the ring before the show started this time this time because 
last because the last time they did Mystery Vortex, like we walked in and we immediately saw Zack Sabre Jr. We're like, oh shit, Zack Sabre Jr.'s over there. I know it was still that's amazing. Great. Yeah, um, um, they yeah, didn't no, do was... that, but then a bunch of them came out during the break who hadn't worked yet, and I was like, oh, like so we knew that Cobb and Riddle and the Bucks were there. <laughs> it was so. It was oh like, yeah. I was like, oh well, I mean, you gotta make yeah, after money. That, you gotta after make that. Money. There, yeah, exactly. After that, there weren't really any surprises. surprises. No. But yeah, like, like last Mystery Vortex, the Bucks came back from um, Japan. They were gone for a while. Yeah, I guess they were in Japan. Yeah. They were gone for a while, and that was like, and like we like we had seen them a bunch of times before, but like that was really exciting. It was. We had a friend with us who'd never seen the Bucks too. Oh Steven yeah. was with us. Yeah, That's and true. he he was very excited to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, I know who those guys are. Yeah, so... you know, everyone knows the facts. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so like I said, Cobb and Riddle uh, did win that match, and they mimed the uh, the belts around their waist to to pop the boys. So we'll see if they actually do that. If they can get everybody there at the same time, I don't see why not. Riddle's becoming more and more popular on the indies lately, so, you know, if he wants to work PWG, I'm sure they'll, they'll make room for him. Mm-hmm. Um... And then up next was the the title match. I was excited for this. This could have gone for an hour for all I care. Um, I think it did go, like, close to 40 minutes, actually, um, which was pretty good. This was different yeah. from their last match because they kind of toyed with each other at the last match, and it was funny, and I liked it. But they were both taking it kind of serious. Um, and I like very much that Zach brings out the technical side of Marty. Because Marty mm-hmm. is an excellent technical wrestler and Greco-Roman wrestler, and he doesn't get to do that a lot unless he's working with... He, he does it in England a lot more than he does it here because a lot of those guys are um, like mm-hmm. world of sport style wrestlers. So when he right. works with Zach, when he works with uh, Jack Gallagher and uh, uh, Zach Gibson, mm-hmm. uh, Pete Dunne to, to some degree, he's, uh, you know, he shines in a different way when he's back mm-hmm. home. Um, cause he, but he's a lot more than that character. And I thought this was a good showcase of that. Um, and you got the, you got the sense that there's so much history between them, especially if you'd seen their last meetup, then like it, these were good to, it's good to, it'd be good to watch these back to back, actually watch them. Bola night two from last year followed by this would be, would be worth doing actually. Um, I thought like they just, they both did played the whole like fighting each other to exhaustion and not being able to get one up on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I, and then I was, I was very surprised cause I, I just, I thought that Zach was gonna go to the fed in the early part of next year and that he was dropping the belt to Marty, but he didn't. <laughs> yep. He nope. did not. He, uh, he tapped him out with, uh, was it the what the hell is the name of his new submission? Because it Don't is it is something it is something out of this world hilarious. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Um, do you have anything okay. to say about this? Uh, about this match? Um, you know, I mean, I love Zack Saber Jr. a lot. I and do. I love Marty a lot. Um, but the when Marty when Marty lost, I was kind of like, I kind of wanted him to win. I did want not him that to I, win. Yeah. Not that I don't love Zach. I love, again, I love Zach a lot, but I was, I was pretty sad 
that that Marty. I don't know. Yeah, no, I just I had a different. I, like I wanted that. Well, and also yeah, because I Marty did. Marty won a three day tournament to get that opportunity, and it was the last show exactly. that we saw, and he cashed in yeah. right away, and then he yeah. just he just lost. So now yeah. what? What does Marty do now? Yeah, exactly. From here, um, so that was really? a little. Um, I don't know, kind of, kind of poor booking, I suppose. Well, Rico won um, in 2014, and he lost to uh, he did to he, Kyle. He did. That was right? a great ass match, though. Yeah, yeah, no, that was, and that was well, that was also the night that was Black Hole Sun. Yes, that was also the night that Kyle lost the belt to Roddy. Guerrilla warfare. Yeah, no, that whole. That whole match was great. Oh, yeah. Um, I wish I could find it, but Zack Sabre's new move is... It, it's like a long, like, very English-sounding description of something that has nothing to do with an armbar. Oh, it's on a shirt, it's right? On his, it's on his new shirt, yeah. Oh, man. No, I, there's no way I remember it. I don't remember it at but all. But it was pretty hilarious. I know. Um... I'll try and find out on his Twitter while we're while, yeah. we're while we're browsing. Anyway, yeah, so that was PWG Mystery Vortex. It was not it was not the best PWG show that I have seen in yeah. in my life. Um But like the the thing is like we were we were toying with the idea of going slash not going to the next PWG show and the fact that it was a mystery vortex show and we didn't know who was going to be on the card yeah we had to go had to go because i could there was i couldn't plausibly say that i wasn't interested in the card because i didn't know what the card was infuriating Mm -hmm. actually um but um and and honestly like if i had seen this card i don't think i would have spent the money i'm not sure that i've seen all these wrestlers yeah but um I deeply love every single one of these guys. I mean, it was worth it because yeah, we got to chat with JT for a while, which was always really nice. We like never see him, but um, Chris Hero made us all cry. He so that was... did. What an absolute angel. Mm. He's a darling. Um, but anyhow, so we wanted to. Um, I think we've been talking for a long time, but we wanted to we wanted to chat a little bit about some of our favorite moments of. Uh, of our time here on PWN radio and just remind each other of, uh, what, what's the song that they always play on, on WWE when somebody passes away, the leave the memories alone. Like, you know what I'm talking about? It's fucking awful. (laughs) Um, so imagine that that terrible song is playing in the background Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to remind you about, um, cat Spanish. Cat Spanish. Hey, remember when we hated Vampiro at first? Oh my god, but we then thought we, he was the worst. But then we went to a taping of Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. and then we loved him a lot. Because I... Vampiro is the best. How dare he win us over so heavily oh like that? Oh my god, I love him um, so much. Zack Sabre's new armbar <laughs> is called... Hurrah! Another year. Surely this one will be better than the last. The inexorable march of progress will lead us all to happiness. That is yeah, the name I, okay. of the move. That is the name of it. How do you even have time to call that? 
Um, I don't know, but it's a move that he does. It's kind of like an op- it's a standing submission that it starts out standing. He ended up with Marty on the ground and he kicks you repeatedly in the back of your head until you die or tap out or both. Um, and it's the most British thing to call it that. The Englishest. Um, mm-hmm. but yes, going back to that. Um, do you remember when we thought that um, Dalton Castle's boys were Silas Young's indentured service servants? How and he ke- could I forget? He kept them in his basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we oh, just... That oh, I know, I can good, picture that house clearly in my mind. Um, do you remember when we were coming back from Ring of Honor in Las Vegas and... Jack told us both about Okada shaking his own hand when I totally blew him off for a handshake, and I had no idea that it happened until that moment. I do remember that because no, we neither neither of us noticed. I didn't notice that. I I don't. And I'm glad that I I I think I am glad that I didn't because I would have I would have disintegrated. Oh right, exactly, and. And I'm I'm glad that, um, I'm glad Jack um, Jack saw it because now we have this wonderful story. It's such a good story. I've told so many people yeah. the story about how I was rude to actual Angel Kazuchika Okada, but it's okay because he had himself to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. We also that was the same night we saw Tanahashi playing Wonder Woman slots at three o'clock in the morning. Yes, that is a thing that happened. I mentioned that to um, our friend Eric, who I saw last night, and I forget if it was him, him or his pal who was there, who then, who then followed that up by asking us, did he win every one in 100 times? Course. And then I said, of course he did. I don't know, but he's really, really good at poker because he keeps pulling aces. <laughs> and I was very upset that we did not make these jokes a year ago. Like, where, what, where were we that we could not perform to that level? I don't in know. In the moment, looking upon his glorious visage. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't even know. Um, do you remember when we found out that, um, Vampiro, back to Vampiro again, oh, bring it back, bring it back was, home. Um, you know, he's, he's been a part of vampire cults all his life. Apparently he's been involved in vampire cults his entire life. And, you know, I feel like he's qualified for just all any sort of like occult issues that might come up on Lucha Underground going forward. Yes. He would be my go-to, mm-hmm. my go-to person. Vampiro is kind of like the dad. He's the protector yeah. of everybody. He watches over you and makes sure, make sure you're safe. He's like your dad, sure. but like your dad also lets you have like drinking parties because he's quote unquote supervising you. He's like mm-hmm. that kind of dad. Oh who, yeah. Like he just wants, he wants to also have a beer. So mm-hmm. he includes you. In his poor yes. decision making. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of bit. Do you remember uh, just every dumb thing that Matt Stryker said? I can't. There isn't enough space in my brain. 
No, for. but he said a lot of dumb things. He did. He said a lot of funny things too, and and yeah. informative things as well. I will I will always give him credit because his call on the very first trios title match where Havoc and Helico and a broken ankled Ivelisse won. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best calls I've heard in many years. Very, very good. Um, oh, yeah. Because he clearly does love his job. He's he's an interesting dude, but he, he loves what he does. And yeah. um, I'm going to... I'm not going to give him a pass on that Weapons of Mass Destruction match. Because he should have just stopped talking. Yeah. The, the whole time. Mm-hmm. But instead, at the end of the episode, he goes, and we just wanted to say that we're grateful for all our service members. And I'm like, oh, because it sounds like you've never spoken to one based on everything that you just said. Um, yay, it was embarrassing. Um, we, okay, do you remember the time that we saw Jushin Thunderlager eating lunch and he had to lift up the mask to um, eat french fries? Mm, of course. That was the best of moment I of do. my life. It was really great. And we went on, and then I met Jushin Thunderlager, and it was great. Oh, I wonder if he'll be at ROH this coming year, too. He probably will. I just want to hug him. I want him to remember me. That's my goal, is I want Jushin to look at me and recognize me, but I won't know that he recognizes me because you can't see his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, do you remember mm-hmm. when we realized that Brian Cage is way too big to fit anywhere? I don't know how he can be like rendered into an image ever because... You need a supercomputer to do that. You do. Like, I, there's not enough pixels in the universe to describe, to, to, to just make him, to make an image of, of him, any part of him, really. Yep. Do you remember that yep. time that uh, we wrote a romance novel after Bola? And of it course starred, I do. And it starred Drew Galloway. Riding into battle on the back of Brian Cage with his cloak just flapping in the Scottish wind. I I will never forget that moment. I won't forget it either. I think at, I still have bits of it written down. It was at Denny's. It was at Denny's, but it was on the other side of the room than we sit on now. And we had a waiter who didn't wish we were dead. Like the one that always helps us now. Yeah. Should we bring him a Christmas present? We should have just brought him a gift. I don't know. He just really doesn't like us. No, we're, he doesn't. We're so polite. We are the <clears throat> Denny's World Champions. We are. We are the Denny's World Champions forever. What other fun stuff have we done? For... Um, Do you we... remember yes. when we, um, we started to, uh, well, torture talk? Oh yeah, that was that was our wonderful last episode. Yeah, we're really into that. There, there was a there was a there's a, a whole torture chamber addendum. There is. You do, you are not obliged to listen night. to that, but it's there. But you just may you, if you're into that stuff like we are. You can read the yeah. top ten top ten medieval torture devices. We know all about them. Um, that also reminds me of when we started talking about just like horrifying videos in the middle of our podcast. You don't know this, but we did watch a lot of, uh, we watched a lady get smooshed in an escalator afterwards. 
and uh, it was it was just as horrifying as Liv said it was. And then my my initial question was, how did they get her out of there? And Liv said it was a process. Uh, Liv will come back at some point when she has a little bit more time. She didn't yes. move away. She doesn't hate us. She's exactly. just super no, busy. And so she doesn't really have a lot of time to watch wrestling. But I think if we do specific things like we're going to cover this one progress show, I could probably get her to get that done. And join us. Yes. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to propose it I think it so. Her. She's yeah. into it. Um, mm. Anything else? Um, shit. I'm, I might have had something, but I think I forgot. Was it Cat Spanish? No, we talked about that. Was it that we... underneath Prince Puma's mask, there's just the horrifying head of a cat, and that's why they got him a mask in the first place? Hey, wait. Hmm? Is Puma space cat? Oh my god. Do you think that's why the mask is so big? Because it's covering up Puma's Maybe. mask that's covering up Puma's cat head? Wait, okay, wait. What is um, Sam and Callan's name on Lucha again? His, his name is, uh, I don't know, <laughs> L- 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 um, Lucas uh, Raziel <laughs> Steve? Sure. Is Steve. Steve. It's Have not. It's something amazing. No, it's like it's something incredible. It's like a uh, Solomon Crow. No, wait, that's his other name. Um, oh, but it, it is something like that. It, like bird, it is, yeah, bird you're related. Right. You're right. Okay, it's but Solomon Crow ever, was his NXT name, though. We, I know. I always forget that. Have but have we ever seen um, Solomon Crow slash Sammy Callahan slash unnamed person from Lucha Underground slash um, Evilises? girl or boyfriend slash um dude who's cheating on katrina or something whatever have we seen him in the same room as puma ever i mean i'm a little behind on lucha underground so i don't know the answer to that oh right i haven't watched the last two episodes i'm Hmm. gonna go with maybe they're gonna oh it's jeremiah crane but they're gonna be yeah they're going to be in the same room together eventually. Can we talk about the terrible dubbing job they did to translate the cat Spanish to English? Oh my God, right? And they had some guy with like a Tennessee... Wait, Tennessee? I think Kentucky. Ken- oh no, you're right. It's Kentucky. A Kentucky accent. Like what? You can't even get someone who can do like a perfect Midwestern accent. You like... you like. You it sounds Kentucky. like just some guy that you just See, found I, backstage. I don't even know. Tennessee. Right? Tennis. Yeah. It's close. It's like above it. Yeah. Or below it. I'm not because good it, with geography. Because isn't um isn't Tennessee right below Kentucky? Because Kentucky is like the chicken that sits on the tennis and Tennessee, which is the tray, because Tennessee is like a flat state. You probably did a lot better in social studies than I did. Maybe. I can name all of the 50 states in alphabetical order because we sang a song in choir that um, required us to learn that. And I still remember it. I can do the alphabet backwards for the same reason. Wow. Hi. We are, we've got skills. We need to stop doing this podcast right now because I'm going to fall asleep on it. And it's it's been a long, we've started to dip like the middle of a tag match on a mystery vortex show. 
Mm, We've reached the lull at the bottom. But listen, this may be our last show on PWN, which is sad. Yes. Because we're very grateful to everything they've done for us Mm -hmm. uh, and with us and to us. And so, but this is not the end of us. No Cell, it will be moving over to the steel cage and uh, minor format changes really the unfortunate additional listeners who probably don't want to hear this kind of droning sound that's coming out of my mouth right now. But we do know a fair amount about wrestling and we do love wrestling a lot. And um, we try really hard not to complain. Do we complain? Do you think we complain on this show? I don't think we do. No. I think we're fair. Tough but fair. We are we are pretty fair. I think the the trick is that we review things that we really like because and that are just straight up awesome because everybody loves Lucha Underground. Exactly. Not everybody, but Lucha Underground is it's great. And it's known it's known to be great. PWG is probably the best indie wrestling show you're ever gonna see ever in your life. In and America. Are, in America, sure. Yeah. But we are very lucky to have access to that. We are, and, yeah, we're extremely blessed, uh, dare I say, spoiled. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's people who would have looked at the card from last Friday and been like, oh my god, it's amazing! Um, and we're like, eh, we've, we've seen, seen these, these people work before. Better. Yeah, like, no, I'm sorry. And we haven't seen, I don't think, any of those matchups with the exception of Marty and Zach. So <laughs> we should just stop it, basically. Exactly. But anyway, yeah, uh, we will see you. Uh, I don't know, pretty soon. Within, we'll see you in the new year. Yeah, we will. Uh, my resolution. My, what's your wrestling resolution for 2017? Shit. Put did her I, on the need, spot. Did I? Did I need to think of a wrestling resolution? I did not brief you about that before we started the show. So yeah, thanks. Love you. you. Were, I just decided yeah. right now to do that my wrestling resolution for 2017 is to see as much new wrestling as i can and to seek out more uh women's wrestling and content about wrestling that is done by chicks like I'm going to piggyback on the uh, on the chick thing because I know virtually nothing about women's wrestling. Women's and wrestling's awesome. We should start watching Joshi wrestling. We should do like a Joshi a Joshi hour like every 2 okay. months. Because Joshi right. wrestling is the fucking most insane stuff. They don't care about themselves. They care for nothing other oh, than violence. Good. Yeah, no, I'll have a uh, I'll have uh, our buddy Mark Anthony recommend some dope Joshi for us, and we'll uh, we'll get on that. That would be fun. All right. Let's not get All too right. ambitious. We promise we will n- we will not be any more ambitious than we are right now, which is not at all. Yes, agreed. All right. We will see you in the new year. Many blessings to all of you. Keep watching wrestling. We will. Bye. Bye.